I had a very what's up? What's up? What's up? You first. You first. I had a very strange dream dream last night, and it involved you. Oh God. Okay. What was the dream? Yeah, I had a dream where you and I were basically doing the show Hot Ones. Oh, okay. Wait, were we? Was I interviewing you, or you interviewing me? I don't know. We just kind of went back and forth, but it was the two of us. But I'm fucking down to have a show like Hot Ones. I want to do that show. Can you handle heat, though? No, I'd be a little bitch. (laughs) I'd be crying the whole time. So, will you ask for like the milk and and all that? Yes. Where's the yogurt? Where's the Where's the ice cream? Where's the vanilla ice cream? (laughs) I will coat that bitch in vanilla ice cream and then take a bite. I feel like I could. I feel like I could get pretty far in it, but I don't know. No, no. You know who? No, I think you could get far. (laughs) I can't. You know who would though? You know who dominate? Who? Who Nikki? Really? She loves spicy food. I remember one time I bought her these like ghost pepper chips and she was crying eating them. She was like, they're so good. Get them away from me. I'm burning my, my esophagus. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? Let's let, let next time that I, that I go visit, let's do that. Let's just like, let's like prepare. Like, <laughs> let's oh, do God. that. I'm down. I'm fucking down. It's going to hurt, but I'm down. <laughs> hmm. All right. As I said, though, before we begin, I have to ask you one quick question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So uh, tell me, how was the boss? Oh, my God. The boss delivered. He delivered? Oh, shit. Really? You're not disappointed? 73 years old, that man is still kicking. 73 years old, that man is probably in better shape than you or me. uh, I saw an interview with him and Colbert. And like Colbert asked him, like, uh, is working out worth it? And he just said, Man, I'm 73. Like, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah. I went to see Springsteen in concert and he was great. So, yeah. Let me see. He's some God damn. He looks 50 at most. Yeah, he looks great, doesn't he? Dude, how, how old is his? Yeah. Okay. So they're still married. He's still married to Patty. Good. Good. Oh yeah, I was good. about to say like, are they divorced? Nah, she was not in the concert though. She has, I think she has COVID, so she couldn't be in the concert. So ah, yeah, kind of sucked. But other than that See. pretty good concert. Uh, Steve, his guitar player, was also not there because of COVID. Uh, ah. Did you ever saw? Did you ever saw the uh, the Sopranos? Um. No, I've never seen. I've seen some Sopranos, but not all of it. No. Okay. Okay. Then never mind. Why? Uh, his guitar player Steve, like he's a guitar player, but he also plays like a big character in the Sopranos. So I, I don't know, but I haven't seen it. So I just figured maybe you'd know. Uh no, I've seen like the first few episodes, but I need to. Yeah, God, it's such a long show. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Bruce Springsteen was great. He was great in concert. My first concert of the year. W- we'll see how many I make, but uh. Yeah, pretty well, fun, pretty worth it. Uh, worth the whole trip, worth the drive. Pretty insane, really. I mean, uh, wh- how often do you get to see the boss in concert? Not often. Um, so, yeah, if anyone has the opportunity, do yourself a favor. That that, that man is working. Um, but before uh, the the boss, you and I got to see a little movie together at the same time. In the same theater. Can you believe that? Yeah, one of the rare times that we've ever been able to do that. Yeah. 
Um, so we got to see a movie, uh, some may know. Uh, God, what would you call it? A knock on the cabin? A knock at the cabin. Do you want to? You want to? What? What? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. All right. I, I, I worked today for the first time in like 12 days. So it's like my brain's like a little fried in a weird way. You know what else was uh, fried? This piece of shit what? film. Oh, let's fucking go. I don't have my soundboard right now, but let's fucking go. <clears throat> Thank you for welcoming us onto your screens or onto your phones. About how you're watching this. I'm Eddie. And I'm Chema. And unfortunately, we're reviewing. reviewing <laughs> Knock at the cabin. The shittiest and, MI Shaman film in a long time, and that is and, saying something. And this is the rollback. We have the unfortunate duty of reviewing this film. All right. So knock at the cabin, save your family or save humanity, make the choice. While vacationing at a remote cabin, a young girl and her parents are taken hostage by four armed strangers who demand that the family make an unthinkable choice to avert the apocalypse. With limited access to the outside world, the family must decide what they believe before all is lost. So this is the new movie by M. Night Shyamalan, a director who uh, goes up and down depending on, you know, the time when you're watching his stuff. Um, I know there are movies that he's made that I like. There's movies that he made that I know you really like. Um, and I believe that with this and with uh, Glass and with Old and with, like, his last previous movies, um, I believe we can like very confidently call this man a uh, hit or miss every time. Because I think it's now, I think it's, there are more misses than hits. But uh, but definitely a director that you know grabs everyone's attention. When he releases a movie, everyone goes to see it. Because uh, we kind of know what to expect. And at the same time, we don't. So... It's a strange. It's it's weird. This this movie, Knock at the Cabin, is based on like a little short story. Um, it stars uh, Dave Bautista, Ben Aldrich, Jonathan Groff, uh, Kristen Cooey, Nikki Amuka Bird, Abby Quinn, Rupert Grint, and and more other colorful characters that appear uh, very little. So, um, I have thoughts. I know you definitely have thoughts. Uh, I'm kind of glad that we let let a few days pass between when we watched it and when we talked about it because I think I, I really let it marinate, so I won't be as angry as I was when I saw it in theaters. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna let you go first, and then I'll go because uh, I think uh, you might be more direct with your thoughts. So uh, go right ahead. All right. So I'm looking at his filmography. Yeah, and I, I'm not a big stats guy, but I'll be a stats guy for a sec. He's directed 15 films, right? Since 1982, he's directed 15 films. By my count, only one out of three are good. And when they're the other two, when they're not good, they're really not good. Um, And I'm going to categorize this as one of his not good ones. This movie did something to me that I haven't done in a long time. Not since Resident Evil last year have I felt strongly about this. I wasted money going to the movies. 
I wasted film. I wasted money at the movie theater. I feel like you and me could have done something more productive, like go over my taxes, watch paint dry, bake cookies for the elderly. Like we could have done something way more productive with our time. But instead, we saw this uh, this movie with an interesting premise, theoretically. Like, this is a movie you ask while you're drinking with your friends. Like, this is a Facebook post. Would you sacrifice one member of your family to save the world? And somehow this son of a bitch stretched it into a whole film. Now, I know it's based off of a novel, but, like, ah, uh, ah, uh, I don't know if you can feel that. That's my, like, my head splitting from the stupidity. But that's, yeah, that's just me. Well, how about you? I hope you're kinder to this film. Otherwise, this is um, going to get off track real quick. <laughs> I didn't love it, I uh, which sucks because I kind of wanted to love it. There are some aspects about it that I did love, that I did adore. Uh, my favorite thing about this movie, hands down, is Batista. Like, what a performance. Like, he manages to be both very tough but very soft at the same time. Like, he manages to be very approachable yet very uh stern and like um like strong i mm-hmm. love this performance uh you can really tell that he's god he's done action he's done comedy and now he's done this like god damn what a versatile guy um so like uh if if, if we if i decide to see this movie as just as a showcase of what Batista can do, I think uh, I think it's a good it's a good movie to have in your you know in your resume. I think mm-hmm. you know. Um, I agree. I agree with yeah. you. The performances are strong. Yeah, uh, I think he's the best part of the movie. Definitely, uh, he's a great presence, and uh, there are some interesting things uh, that 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 Shyamalan does uh, cinematography wise. Uh, I am not a fan of uh, what Shamala used to do, which is uh, always have his characters really, really close to the camera where it's like very uncomfortable. And I think he did it right in this one because he put like that opening scene with uh, Batista and the little girl talking uh, where like he's super like zooming into their faces and really makes you feel uncomfortable. I think that was done really well. Uh, There's a great scene where he has both the parents like strapped in chairs and the shots only focus on like the back of his neck, uh, kind of showing like he's in the middle of the two of them. I think that's great. Uh, the supporting cast, I think it's also great. Uh, both Ben Aldridge and Jonathan Groff are good choices to play like this. Uh, this parents, uh, uh, the other three, uh, Nick and Mooka Bird, Abby Quinn, and Rupert Grant, also uh, do do good. I think the acting is good, uh, which is strange for a Shyamalan movie, which uh, where acting can be very very hit or miss, uh, very strange. Remember, uh, remember Wahlberg in the Happening. That was a the most awkward performance I think I've ever seen, in, like a oh, long time. I forgot about yeah. that. He used the, I think he used the worst take of each of every one of the scenes that Wahlberg did. Yeah, and and he's not bad, but I'm I'm surprised that you know that he was able to pull that off. Um, and uh, like you mentioned, the setup is very interesting. I knew. Uh, I, I had only seen one trailer. I knew that it was a group of people knocking on the door and they were going to ask something from the family. I didn't know what they were going to ask. 
I didn't know the end of the world was happening. I didn't know that they had to sacrifice one of them. I had no idea. Um, so I so when the, when that w- was revealed, I was like, okay, I'm in. What is gonna happen? How is this gonna wrap up? And most importantly, what is gonna be the twist? And that was the first mistake. I shouldn't want a twist. Like that's not fair to the movie. I but I but, think that's but, but that's fair for Shyamalan though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, like I I know I'm not supposed to, but you created like a like a you know a career. You created a career out of this. Like we kind of expected. Yeah. Uh, but okay, fine. He doesn't want to do a twist. Fine, he'll do something different. I think what he did different is not the best. And and I was talking about this with Jimmy. Like we we spent a lot of time in a car this weekend, and and Jimmy would tell me like uh, like I mean it's kind of cool that the movie is just a thing that happens and then it ends and that's it. Like there's no lesson. It's just just happens. And I was like I I kind of agree, but. I don't know. The setup was pretty. I, I kind of wanted something more, and that's so unfair. I shouldn't judge a movie for what it's what it's what I want it to be instead of I should judge it for what it's it is. And I think what it is is just okay, like just a little bit more than bad, a little bit above above bad. So should we praise it first before we tear it down? Like there are some things to praise. Sure, absolutely. That's what I just did. So yeah, so like the, you're right. The performances are great, particularly Dave Bautista's. Um, I like the inclusivity part of it. I know they're not trying to be inclusive, but I like the fact that this is becoming more of a normal thing. Having a a, a gay couple, you know, mm-hmm. be be the family that's being judged and stuff. Um, there was some controversy because this movie came out three days uh, or sorry, five days. Uh, after the Last of Us had that incredible episode with yeah. um, God, what were the names? Bill and, and Frank? Frank, right? Yeah. yeah, Bill and Frank. So it was like, is this a step back? Are they targeting homosexual couples? And Emma Shyamalan went on the went on the record saying, like, no, like I just made this movie because that's the way the book is, and they happen to be yeah. a gay couple in the book. Like, it would have been fucked up if I had changed them into a straight couple. Um, but anyway, that's yeah, it. Would have been really bad if they had chased them to street. Exactly. So no. Okay. So props for inclusivity. Props for the acting. Props, I guess, somewhat for the story because they do give you a decisive ending. They don't cheap out and be like, "Oh, I killed him," but then I like do CPR. So we kind of find a loophole. They follow through with the story with the idea of like one of us has to die. Yeah. And I did also like the representation of the four horsemen. Um, that being, I think this particular incarnation, so the four horsemen are not new, uh, depending on which religion, depending on which version of Christianity you find, you get different versions. The versions in this represent war, famine, disease, and death. Uh, war being, uh, Ron's character, famine being, I assume the taco truck, the taco, uh, lady's character, uh, disease, I assume being the nurse and death being the teacher, uh, Dave Batista's character. So I like that. Um, I think I maybe ran out of things to like. Um, what else? I like the um, the setting was beautiful. I like that it takes place just in the house. It's a bottle. Um, it's a what do you call it? Bottle episode. Uh, bottle. Well, no, technically it doesn't count because um, 
well, spoilers, but like they do leave the cabin at the end. And there are th- there is one thing that I'm like conflicted about. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump into like the the, the nitpicks, I guess. Um I would have liked it more if it was like a complete bottle movie, and that includes that would have included removing the flashbacks. Because mm-hmm. uh here's the thing. I think flashbacks would have worked, but the flashbacks that they added, I did not like. Because here's the thing, uh, by the end of the movie, when jump into the big spoiler, when one of the parents is dying, um uh, we're supposed to feel really sad that oh the love of his life is is dying and, and and all that. We're supposed to feel really sad. I would have felt more sad if I had known them as a couple better, mm-hmm. and all I saw them was just be in that house and argue. And the flashbacks were all of bad things that happened to them, like their parents not accepting them, uh, mm-hmm. they're getting getting into fights in uh, in the in, in the bar. Like all of that, like not not one of like how they met, how they fell in love, them being happy together. I don't. Be- it's not that I don't believe them as a couple. It's just I didn't see them as a couple, so I don't feel that one of them died. Damn! Like does that you, make sense? You know, does that make sense? No, you're right. Now that you're mentioning it, you're right. We never got a sweet moment where like they were lovey dovey or like I don't know, you know how to cook. Well, I, I took classes. Why? Well, because you like to cook. Like, something sweet yeah. like that. Or maybe the first time they meet, like, they bump into each other and, like, they spill coffee. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's like, it's okay. Don't worry. Yeah, like a meet cute or something. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Or, like, maybe them raising uh, their daughter. Like, some kind of cute moment where it's, like, one of them gets peed on or pooped on. And they're making fun of Like, cute moments. But instead, all we get are these sad, serious moments. We're like, uh, is it, no, Andrew's the one that gets screwed over a lot. Yeah. Uh, he gets attacked at a bar with the with a glass bottle broken on his head twice. Um, so no, it's you're right. You don't feel bad because you did. They, they didn't properly introduce the characters enough for you to like them, which is weird because I feel like they spend more time trying to get you to like Batista's character than Eric or Andrew. Yeah, like I felt, I felt deep for for Batista's character, and and most of it was, you know, that really strong, strong soft performance that that that, that he's doing. Um, but you know, I didn't like that. I didn't like the uh, like if you had given me some flashbacks with like them in love or something, I would have been, I think, more open to it. Um, I don't like that Rupert Grint gets the gu- gets the gets the boot really early. Yeah, I, it feels like they 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 almost told him like you know what, let's kill you early so you can go back and keep filming that the the Shyamalan show. Like go go, you have work to do. I just thought of something that maybe would have made help make it more of a twist ending or be like question it. What if they had been like wait, Batista's you know one of the teachers at the school where they teach. So are they just talking us? Rupert, you already know, was the guy that hit him over the head with a glass bottle twice. What if the nurse was, like, there and she was the one, like, at there at the ER when the glass bottle incident happened? Yeah, what I, if, thought that's where go- I thought that's where they were going or something. Imagine that. And then that would have made it more like, oh, shit, wait, is this a cult thing or is this real? Yeah, because, like, why connect one of them with them and not all of them? Hmm. 
Or also, there's no ambiguity as far as like, are these world events happening with yeah. people dying? Because you see news reports and they're like, look, it's a mega tsunami. Like you don't, you can't question that. That did happen. Versus, yeah. well, is it or isn't it? And they leave on an ambiguous note. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the man, movie feels some balance because of that. We should really work for Hollywood, like just correcting scripts. No, no. <laughs> Here's what you did wrong. No, no, no. We would uh, we would screw oh. so many things up. Oh, I'd be a myth. What are you talking about? I want to do a show where I just fix movies. I uh, look. We do this, and you know, we 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 talk about this, and we we have fun with it. I I don't think no <laughs> no no um no because you know what <clears throat> have you. Did, did you saw those fire festival uh documentaries when, when they came out which one oh yeah yeah yeah. where like they yeah. ghosted all these rich kids and i didn't feel bad yeah um that that whole documentary runs in my head every time i'm planning like literally anything why like, i don't know i always think like worst case scenario so i always think like you know i no no um I'm just gonna do my thing, and I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna like not bother anyone. Uh. No, Chema, <laughs> we have to create waves. We have to make ourselves known. We gotta dismantle the man, yo. Do you... is that Dwight? That's Dwight. Yeah. God damn. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the movie. So do we um, have to talk about this movie. Uh, no, do you want to talk about it? Little, like, can we just trick our audience into like, what are they gonna think about this? And like, do, do, do you want to like talk about soccer or something? Like, no. fuck, oh. I don't know, man. I just this goddamn movie. It was such a I, disappointment because you saw it have potential. Yeah, and that kind of sucks, but at the same time. I don't know. I don't know what to think. It's it's still the, the beginning of the year. Um, you know, I kind of felt, uh, I kind of got excited because Megan was actually kind of good. And I thought, what if this year is like nothing but hits? And then this this came out. Um, it definitely <laughs> it definitely will find its audience. Like there will be people who are going to find something in it. But I just, I felt kind of empty while watching it and, and after it finished. And to me, the biggest problem the movie has is that it kind of spells it out for you, but it doesn't really have anything to say. Like I did, I hated that the movie tells us that they're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Like I, I don't like that. Uh, you know, I would have appreciated it if they had left that ambiguity, like the ambiguity where like he doesn't confirm that they were in fact like a nurse, a gas line worker, and a cook with a kid. I wish they would have left it blank, but they don't. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is let me ask you this: What would what did you prefer, this or the book ending? Um, I have no preference. I don't know. I I thought very little of this movie. Surprisingly, um, I don't know. Um, I kind of let I I I did read I I did not read the short story, but but I did know uh, that it ends. A little differently like it's more ambiguous they never said that they're the four horsemen they don't leave the cabin um they kind of leave like the cabin by saying like okay we'll just see what what the world is gonna do or or, or whatever uh or or what the world is now i i, I think i kind of prefer that 
but um but we'll see um well the know. book's also i think more depressing because the daughter dies yeah but like so for those who don't know in the book the whole struggle with the gun part happens before the the chef kills gets killed um and the daughter gets shot she dies and andrew says even if this bullshit's true which it's not that should be enough of a sacrifice and leonard tells him no because it was an accident you didn't mean to kill her that was an accident so sorry bro don't count keep going uh they refuse the world pretty much ends it ends a little more ambiguous but Eric and Andrew kind of walk the earth together, like to to face yeah. what's going to happen. And the book is a lot more ambiguous because you don't know were they mental patients or were they real? Did all this stuff happen? Because in the book, there's no newscast. Yeah, like it's just like you have to believe us. Uh, see, and and here's the worst part because I I have to ask, like, who is this movie for? Like, what? what are we gaining from this what's the message what's the allegory like was this an allegory like the, i i i don't know like uh am i am i uh, am i consuming movies wrong <laughs> like am i am i uh, have i learned to expect something uh, of of that nature or why exactly why don't i feel fulfilled by this movie and i think i don't know if it's the movie's fault or if it's my fault i don't know um Maybe this is one that I'm going to have to keep thinking about. And I don't know, maybe by the end of the year, I'll love it. Um, but right now, I don't know. I feel very, uh, very wishy-washy on it. I gave it two out of five on, on Letterboxd, and I, I, I stand by it. One you know, full star is for Batista, I will say that. You know, what's one thing I do wonder, though? I wonder if... So, look, I, I agree with you. Most movies need to have a message, but there are movies that... You know, don't need to have a message. The replacements doesn't have a message. But if you're not going to have a message, if you don't have a particular audience, then you sure as shit better be entertaining. And yeah. I don't think this was. Like, again, this takes a question that you ask over a beer and turn it into a full 90-minute movie. Yeah. I yeah. will say this. It's 90 minutes. That's you, fast. You know what else was 90 minutes? Resident Evil, welcome to welcome to Raccoon City, and that wasn't good. You know what? I've kind of warmed up to that movie. I'm waiting for you to correct yourself. No, I, I genuinely like. I, I think I warmed up to it. I think it's kind of cheesy and kind of fun. Like, not gonna lie, I think I think it's kind of fun. Like, like I, I I admit that it's bad. I don't pretend that it's good, but. I don't know. There's still something kind of cheesy fun about it. I don't know. It's me. I, you know, I, I think about this. So. You know what? How about maybe, maybe uh, on a week where we have no movies to review, how about we, we do a re-review of Raccoon City? And maybe either I'll tee off on it more and you can defend it, or we can both love it. We'll see. Sure. Why not? Um, Why not? But as for this movie... God, you have any last thoughts, notes, anything? Nah, it's just uh, I I I wrote on Letterbox like I, I hate it when movies explain themselves to me. Don't do it. Let me let me do it. Let you be a movie. It. Let me unpack it. But uh, uh, I'm very happy for Batista. Good for Batista. I'm happy for him. Um, he 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 deserves the success that uh, that he's getting. Good for him. Uh, you? I oh, and uh, two out of five. 
Go to five. Dude, D minus? It's almost wow. an F. It's almost an F, but I watched it with you, so I won't give it an F. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how good I am. That's uh, that, that, that's how lovely it is to watch movies with me. It's, it's Yeah, see? We gained something from this. Uh, man, could we have seen something better? Because I feel like we, we... What movies have we seen together in theaters? It was Batman vs. Superman and this? This, Justice League... Wonder Woman. Oh, uh, that's right. So, okay, is this the worst movie that we've seen together? Uh, did you like the Mahir Academia movie we saw together? It was good. It wasn't great, I, but I like two heroes more. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, to me, it's the it's my least favorite out, out of the three. To be honest, um, I don't know. Uh, it's hmm, maybe, possibly. Batman yeah. vs Superman was pretty bad too. So. Fuck you. That's it though. It was pretty bad too. So that's it though. Let's talk about our bookie shoes. One of those awkward like last scenes where like turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, turn it back on. <laughs> that was weird. Like I feel like that scene was supposed to like cheer us up after everything. It didn't. It didn't. I think because he's it's trying to show that Andrew's like none of this, and the Dar's like, come on. And he's like, no. Fine. I feel like um I don't know how to explain this. Like uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get into the mentality. I will say this. I, I, I did love how the movie starts with like a little shout out to Kiki's delivery service. Good. good oh, that's movie. right. That I forgot cute. about that. That was cute. That was cute. Well done. That, that, that's a great movie. It's a cute movie. I got to see it in theaters last year. Again, even even though it came out like I don't know, like 30 years ago. Good for it. Thank you, Fathom Events. <laughs> Don't they have like um all of the studio Ghibli's movies on like loop like once a month they play one of them? Yeah. You know how you know how uh Warner Brothers channel well when we used to watch like open TV they they were like or or like TNT they, they were like oh it's Christmas Harry Potter marathon. Yeah. Was like Easter Harry Potter marathon. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving <laughs> everyone's at home Harry Potter fucking Harry Potter marathon. <laughs> That's kind of what Fathom Events does. It's like, it's like it's Christmas. Ah, we'll just put out uh, my Never Toro again. Fuck it, they'll <laughs> love it. The Weird will love it. And guess what? We do. Thank you. Uh, I I got to watch more Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah, I'm shocked. You will... Which ones have you seen besides Spirit Away? Spirited Away. Oh, my God. I'm serious. Well, so See, here's the thing. You can't see them as like homework or you can't see them expecting like something. You're supposed to kind of just vibe with them. But like, I feel, okay, look, to be fair, I've never given them a fair shake because I've never felt like giving, like I've never wanted to see them. I've never been like, let me watch Studio Ghibli. Okay, there is one that I think, I think you're going to go. Okay, so Studio Ghibli has like, all their movies are like vibes. They're all vibes they have one that's like the war epic and that is uh princess mononoke that one you might like i feel like i have like two or three or four that i think you could really get into um i've heard grave of the fireflies is like devastating grave of the fries grave of the fireflies is legit the saddest movie i've ever seen in my life um all right. I feel like you like Princess Mononoke. Uh, the last Miyazaki movie, The Wind Rises, I feel like you would really get into for the aspect of like 
the honing of the craft and like the love of doing something, I feel like you would really like that one. Um, Fuck it. Else? Down. All right. Next review. We're reviewing Princess Mononoke. All right. Sure. Why not? Fuck it. What are, we, what are what are we going to review? An Oscar movie? <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. It's not like we're getting those. Uh, this weekend. Oh, wait. Uh, Adman. Adman comes out this weekend. Nah, Adman. I'm fucking with you. No, fine. We'll review Atman and we will eventually find time for Princess Mononoke. Sure. Um, the whale is about to come out here, so I'm also going to plan to see that one. And uh, there's a couple of anime movies that are coming out this weekend, but uh, I don't know if we could do reviews of those because they're kind of sequels to shows. So we'll see. I'll let you know. Hmm. Hey, real quick question before before we yeah. sign off or do anything. I'm going yeah. over Studio Ghibli's uh, filmography. Earwig and the Witch has like a 30%. Did they fuck up or what? what's the story with that? That one I have not seen, and I'm pretty sure it's the only CGI movie they've done. It is, and it has a 30%. Yeah. Like, they have three 100% movies. Oh, yeah. Like, they, like they, they're basically Pixar. And you know that's a big compliment. I know it's a big compliment from coming from you. I think yeah. they're better than Pixar, but whatever, you know. Oh, fuck you. Take the, take the goddamn compliment. Oh, <gasps> No, um, no, nothing. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's just, they're just it's different. Like I, I don't think you you should compare them. They're they're different. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but they're cool. They're really really fucking cool. Um, but they're very like fantasy, very like uh, Del Toro? imaginative, very. Uh, Del Toro loves these movies. Um, I can see why that makes sense. They they sound like they're up his alley. Yeah, they're pretty freaking weird, but in a very fun way. Uh, I recommend you check out Prisma or if you want like a serious, big epic. Like that movie is pretty much uh, the whole test thesis of that movie is uh, you strike the earth, the earth strikes back. Like that's that's it. That, that's that's the that's the message. That's Princess Mononoke. That's Princess Mononoke. Um, I feel like you would really like um, Wind Rises. Um, I feel like you. I feel like that's a very you movie. Um, it's also like the only movie that's not, it, it's a biopic technically, but it's animated. Hmm. Um, that one's good. Um, what? I'm um, in. Fuck it. We're doing this. Also, I think you can find every Ghibli movie in like HBO. I think HBO Max has them all. They do, don't they? Don't they have a Studio Ghibli section? I think so, yeah. Fuck it. All right. All right. Well. All right. Um, but, final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts on uh, Knock at the Cabin? It's... Fine. Eh, eh. I thought it was eh, but I feel like it's not going to go away very easily. Like, I don't think it's a forgettable movie. Or maybe it is. We'll see. Um, so far, nah. I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know. Right. All right. Uh, anything else? No. Um, folks, don't waste your time with this film. Uh, we hope to see you next week. Sorry for the slightly shorter podcast, but I mean we we're not what we're not gonna we fuck say? up a, a bad movie. Yeah. All right. That's it. Kill it. it Thank bye. you so much for joining us. My name was Chuck. I've been Eddie, and this was the rollback. This was the rollback. Bye. So, signing off with a reminder. 
the XFL comes out tomorrow. We're going to release this Saturday. So tomorrow the XFL has their second season. Go watch it. What's the XFL? Uh, New Football League. How right, is everyone. it new? It's new. They just opened. It's it's a brand new football league. What what's so good? Do they do they play on skateboards? <laughs> no, they. I mean, no, they just they play like normal football. Well, this is like if you told me, oh, a new FIFA game came out. Why would I play that when I can play Super Mario Strikers? Like, what's the fun of it? Well, imagine like a brand new soccer league comes out that's actually really really good. So it's just, uh, it's just uh, like what the, it's just ECW and WWE. Like it's just kind of. Uh, you know what? That's actually a fair comparison. It's it's the ECW to the WWE. The XFL that's... is to the NFL. Well, we'll see. That's what the X stands for: extreme. 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 That's... That's that's why I asked about the skateboards. Speaking of, you know, you know what? Fuck it. Let, let's descend it. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Uh, I I saw some of it. I saw Rihanna's performance. I saw some of the game, and I saw how it ended on a wet fart. All right, because I what, I only saw the Rihanna thing. What you know? It's funny because Nikki tried giving me a uh, flack for being like, I think she's pregnant. And Nikki says, no, no, we all went through to lose that. the baby weight. And I'm like, no, I think she's pregnant. No, we all went through like that. And we all like quietly like Googled in our phones like, is Rihanna pregnant? No one yeah. wants to be that asshole. But yeah. Yeah, no one wanted to be rude, but we were all thanking it. And thank God we were all right. I apologize like, for nothing. It's like when we saw that, that episode of Game of Thrones where Arya has sex with the with the with the weapons guy and we all like Googled, how old is Macy Williams? 20. Okay, thank God. Okay. How old was she in the show though? Like 20, I think. I don't know. Oh, okay, so she was okay. Yeah. Okay. I kind of appreciate that actually. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's enough. I guess fuck this movie. That's you know enough what? social fuck media it. for today. Fuck it. I've been I I I was too nice. Fuck this movie. Goodbye everyone. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs>